Weekend Mornings with Glenn Van Zutphen. Replay from Money FM 89.3. 2019 was really a year that podcasting, and 2018 as well, the podcasting really had a resurgence taking off and everybody getting involved and wanting to have their own podcast and be on other people's podcasts. And my guest in the studio now is Neville McKenzie. And Neville is a podcast coach and educator, and we're going to talk a little bit more about podcasts this morning. Neville, good morning. Good morning, Glenn. It's great to have you on uh, Weekend oh, Mornings. Pleasure to be here. Yeah. yeah. Neville, you know, of course, podcasts have been around for many years, but these last couple of years, they've really taken off. What's, what's been your experience uh, watching that resurgence? Well, first of all, let me go into my background. And like many podcasters that are podcasting, we come from unconventional backgrounds. Hmm. And in my case, I was an electrical engineer. I trained as an electronic and electrical engineer. Mm-hmm. And in 2002, decided to do something different. And due to and the dot-com crisis, I moved to China where I was teaching in the colleges and schools and subjects I taught were creative industries. No, sorry, that's later. Intercultural communication, foreign trade, Mm -hmm. reading, advanced reading. So I've moved from an engineer to educator. Right. In 2005, I started teaching, or studied studying Chinese for two years. And then I moved on to working for a German manufacturing consultancy, then a Chinese electronics company, and then I joined a joint venture between a UK, Chinese, Dutch, and Indian companies. Wow, that's uh, that's quite uh, quite a combination. Yeah, and... It didn't work out. You know, it's lots of voices, different opinions, different mm, cultures. Mm. And like many startups, which are difficult to get going anyway, it didn't work out. Yeah. But I remained with the Chinese company, which was a foundry. And while I was there, I was doing my own projects. And one of the projects I started was to interview presenters that had presented at entrepreneur meetups because I felt there was a gap here mm. and then put them on a friend's website as an audio file. And then after some time, I thought, hmm, you know, I could do a, turn these into a podcast, which I did. And, and, and it just worked out, huh? Yeah. And um, <laughs> the thing is, at that time, 2014, when you're talking about podcasting in China, there's not a lot of information. Yeah. And so I'd get blank looks, you know, saying, I'm doing a podcast. <laughs> what are you here. talking about, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and, but I kept going. And then in 2016... Uh, my wife decided that, you know, we'd done China mm. and decided she want, you know, she was going to get a transfer within the same company. Time to move on. Yeah, huh? and we moved to Singapore. Initially, I got the similar blank looks. Mm. I arrived, you know, in 2016, podcasting. I did look around for alternative types of jobs. Mm-hmm. And one of the ones was uh, through a contact in China, I was putting together an MBA program. That fell through for various reasons. Uh, but I still hung out, kept on going with the podcasting. Yeah. And I started interviewing entrepreneurs in Singapore and one in the Philippines, India, and just kept it going. Yeah. Where are you now? Where, where is it look, what does it look like today? Who is coming to you? Because uh, now you're doing a lot of courses, you're doing a lot of training, and not only teaching uh, students, but also uh, you know, people that have graduated that just want to start a podcast. Who's your typical person that's looking for advice or input on how to either start a podcast or make their current podcast better? Well, it's, again, podcast, it's a wide background of people mm. from corporates, SMEs to individuals. And the workshops I started uh, towards the end of the year mm. were at the Hive uh, co-working space. Oh, okay. 
And I've done three so far, and I've found a range from the whole range. One of the things I've noticed is that most people are beginners. There are very few people that have experience of audio, which in a way I think is good, because what it's doing is it's allowing new voices to be able to promote themselves over using audio. And we have journalists, marketers, and just people that want to do it as a hobbyist. Yeah. And one of the, the reason why I started the workshops mm. were due to a friend that I met at a co-working space. And she said she was interested in starting her own podcast. And her name's Anne Morgan. And she, I know, I, I know I, Anne very well. Yes. Yeah. Mm. And I helped coach her through what she needed to do. Mm. And she wants to do everything. Which is good. You know, you know, there are people that sometimes they want to do the interview and then hand over the file and then get it processed by an engineer, mm-hmm. which is one way of doing it. Or there are others that want to do it hands-on and get that experience, which they then can pass on. And Anne is able to pass some of her experience on. Mm. So I helped coach her and she suggested, mm, why don't you do some workshops? Because... You know, your teaching experience, maybe the, the way you... I mean, she, did, she, she mentioned my patience, um, which sometimes I think I'm too patient. So I started the workshops, and I've attracted quite a cross-range of people. What's the typical workshop look like? Is it one session? How does it go from somebody that, you know, maybe they've never done it before or, or is fairly new to it? Yeah, well... What I try and do is usually a two hours. Mm. And the first one, I, my aim was to introduce the software Audacity, which is a free software, which mm. can be downloaded by anyone, and coach them through how, how to use it, mm. and then move on to the studio and actually get them recording. But what I find I had a lot of questions. <laughs> uh, people were fumbling around. They got there in the end, and at the end, yeah. I didn't have much time to actually do the recording. So I made a determined effort that I would stop on the hour, and in the second one and the third one, I got them into the studio. Mm-hmm. And what I found was this was, once they'd got the basics, if I could get them in studio, record, and then they could hear their voice, didn't matter how short it was, they got excited yeah, and they in, wanted to do more. We're in conversation with Neville McKenzie, a podcast coach uh, based here in Singapore. And you talk about that, you know, that initial people being able to hear themselves and actually hear a result yeah. and how important that is to really jumpstart people and get them going. Is it tough, though, to, to take somebody who has, let's say, no broadcasting experience uh, and then to really get them up to speed on the, the use of the microphone, the use of silence, the pace, the various elements of, of any broadcaster, whether it's radio or TV, has to learn? Well, I'd have to say that's something I'm struggling with myself. Mm. You're a professional. Well, well thank journalist, you. Journalist. <laughs> and your experience over the years, you've learned that. Right. With podcasters, it's, we're going the other way around. We're coming from an industry. We've got our own experiences. And then we have to try and learn how to project a professional image. Yeah. And we will make mistakes. Mm. And I've realized through friends, colleagues, reading self-development, that don't worry about those mistakes. Just record. I always say, record for a minute. And this is what I learned from the podcast. Listen back and then... Think of two or three things or one thing that you can improve. Mm, mm. Don't try and 
compete with somebody that's been broadcasting for 10, 20, 30 years. Right. Because you, you can't. And this is the challenge, though, uh, you know, of course, not competing. That, that is a very valid point. But you've got to mix the content, right? Uh, somebody who is hopefully a subject matter expert or good at interviewing people to get the subject matter. And, and then with the technical expertise of using the microphone, putting something together with music or background or whatever. And, and those two things are not natural skills for a lot of people because yeah. they require sort of editorial judgment on one side and technical knowledge on the other. Uh, when you work with somebody who's brand new, you know, is it usually two or three sessions before they really could, you know, put something out there that would be, let's say, listenable in air quotes <laughs> to an audience? Well, I would, I would say if you're an expert hmm. and you take your core expertise, whatever you put out, as long as it's the audio's good, mm. it will be interesting to an audience interested in that topic. Yeah. yeah? So that's the first, I think that's, that's important to remember. Now, getting the audio skills, what I tend to do, what I've, what I've done in the past, is I've experimented with different techniques, different recording environments, sure. in order to be able to give somebody advice on what their approach should be. So if you don't have a background in in it, as an engineer, in my case, where I understand the principles, I would say that you find something that works for you mm. and stick to it and keep it consistent and constant. So it would take coming to somebody like me or another um, audio professional and ask them, this is what I want to do. How do you suggest I do it? And then put together a package or a... a, a Just a, get some feedback, right? Yeah, yeah. Make it better. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Neville, uh, there were thousands and thousands of podcasts that initiated or, or were started in the last few years, probably tens of thousands around the world, right? I feel like they're will be and there needs to be a shakedown of those because a lot of people just start and say, hey, I'm going to do a podcast. And then they realized, you know what, each 30-minute or hour podcast probably takes two or three days at least to organize, to record, to edit and all that. And and if somebody isn't paying you to do it, it's it's really got to be a labor of love uh, to keep it going. What do you see? Do you, do you see like there's a shakedown uh, kind of a uh, – in the number of podcasts out there, are, are we starting to see some of them maybe go away or become dormant? Maybe they're still online, but they're, they're not active anymore. Yeah. Well, there are a lot of podcasts that are dormant, mm. uh, but the content is there. Mm. And the message that comes with that is that you can put that content up. It's, a lot of people now are doing series mm. of maybe 10 or 12. Okay. They're saying that's enough. And if you're an expert and you've done it well, that is enough because you're using the podcast as a marketing tool, as a way of uh, putting out an alternative you mm. that people can. And you get highlighted your own, yeah. you know, knowledge and, and skills. Yeah. yeah, and I think it's a mistake, another or a myth, to feel you have to put a podcast every week or every day or every month. I mean, my own podcast. If I meet somebody interesting that I want to find out, that I think is go I'm going to benefit from mm. and an audience out there will benefit on, then I will have a conversation with them, record it, and I will spend maybe a week, sometimes more than a week, editing it in order to get something that works. Yeah. Now, 
that for me, I, I, it's not consistent. You know, I'll maybe go two, three months without putting something out, and then I might do four in a month. Right. So, you know, there's nothing to say you have to be broadcasting every day, every week, every month. Yeah. Do it at your own pace. Do it what's comfortable with you. Of course, though, if you want to have a business model around it, though, mm-hmm. if you want to have sponsors that pay you enough to actually have it be a job, they're going to look for, I think the accepted number is twenty or 30,000 downloads per episode, right? People listening. Then that is going to require a daily or a weekly effort. But for the casual podcaster, I think your point is, is well taken, right? Yeah. You can do it whenever you want, really. So interesting. All right. Neville, any tips? You got one or two or three tips for people who might be starting up or might want to take a look at their own podcast to say, hey, maybe I could make it better. What would you tell them? Well, I think I meant touch on it before when I mentioned if you're a complete beginner, record for a minute. Just record. Yeah. And if you're somebody that's been podcasting for a while, just tweak two or three things. Don't go for more than two or three things Mm -hmm. because you'll overwhelm yourself unless you're doing a rebranding because a rebranding does require a major effort across everything that you're doing. Sure. But it's just tweaking, changing, and also remember that your first podcast will never be as good as your last podcast. Hmm. Unless you're a professional audio engineer that's moving from, say, audio engineer into podcasting, you won't be able to produce a perfect audio. Audio engineers, their first podcast sounds amazing Mm. because they have that experience. But uh, Everybody uh, else, mere mortals, right? It's going to be a process. Yeah, and enjoy it. I mean, if you listen to my first podcast, I didn't press the button for the external microphone. I <laughs> recorded from the built-in microphone from the laptop. Right. And you will make mistakes yeah. like that. Sometimes you will forget to press record <laughs> and then after it. So you, things like that will happen. And if you listen to some of the famous, successful podcasters, mm. you will hear their first podcast and you'll think, I wouldn't listen to that. But now they're... <laughs> international stars. Wow. Fantastic. Neville McKenzie, thank you so much for being on Weekend Mornings with us today. If people want to get in touch with you, how do they do that? Well, they can get in touch with me on my LinkedIn, Mm -hmm. Neville Neville J. McKenzie. Neville J. McKenzie. And um, I just like to add, you know, for what I'll be doing over the next few months or into the new year, is I'll be having more workshops and they'll be, you'll be able to get in touch with Find me on those. Send me a message. I'm Creative Industries Entrepreneurship. We starting next week. Oh, great. And I'm hoping to go to the US. Well, I've already planned to go to the US to, for a big international podcasting meeting mm. in February. Wow. So that's going to be a busy year, huh? Yeah. So get in touch with me on Neville J. McKenzie at LinkedIn. And if you want to listen to my podcast, mm. Asia Biz Stories, Entrepreneurs in Action, you can visit my website, asiabizstories.com, and uh, have a listen and then get in touch. Fantastic. Neville, thanks so much for coming on today. Really appreciate it. Uh, it's a pleasure. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.